It's time for building the game. Building the game. With Jason and friends. the end of the episode that's when it technically ends hello and welcome to building the game a documentary podcast today is monday june 14th and you are listening to episode 472 i am your host danielle standring and today i'm joined by jason slingerland hey danielle how's it going i'm doing fantastic how are you doing today doing very well hey thanks for thanks for for being here today i'm excited to to chat with you so um thanks for yeah, being for, the host apparently <laughs> it's a it's an easy job right you basically you fulfill the duties of the host by just like you know doing the intro so perfect um so uh yeah so you uh for anybody that doesn't know you you uh do uh like board game board game content creation uh you do a lot on tiktok and uh and then you post it to twitter as well um and yeah i've found your content about board games and everything really entertaining and interesting uh, and also helpful. Um, you have a lot of great game, game recommendations you talk uh, about. Uh, and uh, and sometimes you just insult your friends. Um, oh, thank you. With yeah. the, uh, <laughs> so, with your, uh, so I've really, really enjoyed uh, listening to your stuff. So, oh. yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm chuffed. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. So, all about board game. And it's funny because I didn't start off as a board game quote content creator my uh i was reflecting on some of my earlier original uh videos i'd done on tiktok and they were um not board game based <laughs> no no i haven't no. seen those so well they are privated um for good reasons ah, fair enough i went back and did a little <laughs> curation of my tiktok page um i definitely <laughs> i was a mixed bag it's, there was some board game stuff but there was definitely a lot of like family centric like you know kind of like diving into like my daily life and what it was like at the beginning of all of this craziness the world was happening mm -hmm. and then like i found yeah. like what i was good at and i've always played board games um but then i realized as i started you know gaining some followers that maybe i don't want my children's face plastered everywhere <laughs> so we did a little bit of take backsies on videos right no that that's fair yeah that is that is very fair that's something i think that we all think about right like i don't generally post my kids stuff to like Twitter and things or anything like that. I mean, obviously Facebook we do, but that's, you know, I mean that I'm a, I'm a little more comfortable with that. Cause I mean, I know most like my, a lot of my stuff is public, but at least it's, you know, actually the kids stuff I post isn't public generally. Um, mm -hmm. So you have to be a friend to see that. So yeah, no, I understand that. And you know, obviously when you're creating content and being like, watch my stuff, like that's the whole thing. Right. So like, <laughs> like it's not just like, I'm tweeting random crap that I'm talking about, right? It's like you're actually yeah. like saying, watch this stuff. And if your kids are in it, yeah, it kind of puts them out there. That's that's fair. Please watch me. That's what, that's what it says. Please watch me. <laughs> right. Well, that's kind of the point, right? Kind of the point, right? That's so, the goal at the end of the day. So you've always, you've been into board games for, for a long time, I assume, based on your knowledge and collection and such? Yeah, so I've been into board games probably about eight, nine years now. Uh, I was heavily into video games before I'd gone into the tabletop world. I was started playing World of Warcraft probably like 13 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And we yep. were at a convention one year and someone presented me with the opportunity to learn Magic the Gathering. And that was it, the end. <laughs> um, it was full <laughs> transformation from there. Like I, no hesitation, didn't look back. And it was just like, full-fledged we're all in on tabletop you went home pawned all of your video games to buy more magic cards <laughs> we actually made like <laughs> a semi-shady deal um with <laughs> like <laughs> trying to buy magic cards because we didn't know what to do like we we're like how mm -hmm. do you acquire these pieces of cardboard and cards and we found someone on facebook marketplace and met them behind like an old rundown church like two states away to buy like bulk magic cards um wow probably wouldn't have done that today but that's that's where it started behind a rundown old church making exchange pa paper goods and you weren't even struck by lightning while trading the magic cards no, behind the nothing. church no no <laughs> not at all um <laughs> i'd say it was a pretty good deal i'm pretty sure the like 16 year old kid we bought cards from made out like a bandit because we were like i don't know what we're doing here's my money yeah right, give me the right. cards and he was like, these are great. These are valuable. And he hands us like a box of loose cards. 
And you're like, okay, I'll Thanks. believe you. It's it's funny. So I, I used to play Magic when I was in high school. I started playing it. I played it a ton, and I had a lot of cards. And I was very fortunate that like a friend of mine who was a little – he was like four or five years older than me. He was just getting out of it. So he was like, here's 800 cards um, <laughs> for free that you could just have. Uh, and there was like – there was some – like back in the day, there was some good – I mean, none of like not stuff that was worth a bunch of money, but there were like good playable cards in there, and it really got my collection going. But it's funny because I – at the same time, I was also playing a lot of Dungeons & Dragons, and I didn't have that many D&D books. And then when I started playing again a few years later, like or four or five years later, I, Dungeons & Dragons, I, I had so many books, and I was talking to my wife one day, and I was like, I, I couldn't figure out why – when I was younger, I had so few books. And when I was older, I had so many. And I realized that the difference was that I wasn't playing magic anymore. And that mm. wasn't taking all of my money going to buy more <laughs> packs of magic cards. Wow, it's amazing so, how that yeah. works. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, Oh, magic. Oh, you did yes. me dirty. But I appreciate you and what you did for my uh, tabletop career. What I am amazed with are the number of people that like have been playing magic for, for, you know, dozens of years and are still like, like not dozens. Like, well, I guess, no, it's over 20 years old at this point. Um, yeah. Like who are still playing it like today. Like that's cool. Like, you know, no hard feelings. Good for them. Like that's I some stamina. That really is. Yeah, right. I can't think of a single game I've been into that long ever. <laughs> like to where I've not been like, I don't want to play this anymore. This is not World of Warcraft. <laughs> That's it. But I take yeah, breaks. Yeah. Those are hi- There's a hiatus in between those. Right. I played that real strong for about five years. And then I was like, all right, this is like, it was just like, I could never keep up with my friends who were like super into it mm-hmm. and didn't have like families or anything. Uh, and like, so they didn't like, they just played like, you know, like six, seven hours a night. They just played. And like, I couldn't do that. Um, funny thing. I should see if they're still playing now because now they all have younger kids than I do. So be like, Hey jerks. Who's got yeah, time play. now? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah. What? Tell me, uh, like, what are what are some of your favorite board games? I'm curious. Oh man, favorite board games. So I had. I, a, it's, I said some. I didn't say like tell me your favorite because that's just. I need a list. Don't do that now. Um, so I had some restructuring of my favorite board games recently. Um, we reorganized the company. Um, because what I thought was my favorite games, and I stood by this list for so long, um, I started playing some different type of games. I like, especially over the past year with now making content and trying out new games. Um, I played some games that I fell hard for. Um, so too many bones. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it a million times. Mm-hmm. I yep. love too many bones from chip theory games. And that's a game probably like two or three years ago. If someone had, someone had presented it to me, I'd be like, meh. Maybe, sure, because I used to be like incredibly competitive, like cooperative games were not my jam. And <laughs> now like, Danielle's ruining the game, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but but now I feel like in my my older age, um, I'm all about that co-op life. Like I want to work yeah, together. Yeah. Like let's let's play as a team. Um, but too many bones hits all the right notes for me. That game is just. It's the bee's knees. Um, that's up there with with Viticulture is one of my favorite games. Just like a pure worker placement, like a chill, you know, no stress. Like even though it is competitive, like you're not leaving the table like angry. Like you're, you're not angry. Right, right. <laughs> like, like you're not, there's like no spilled wine, that type of thing. Like you're like, all right, yeah, I lost. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> and another game that does that is uh, Terraforming Mars. That's another yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. That yeah. I, you might leave the table fatigued because you've been there for like five hours straight, <laughs> but I never leave. Terraforming is hard work. You gotta just put the team on your back when you're terraforming Mars. <laughs> um, but I, I never leave the table angry. And those, those games really all like are my bread and butter. Like I'll sit down and I will play those all day long. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, so yeah, I would love to, uh, to chat a bit about, um, you know, kind of the, the content creation side of things and, you know, well, first I'm, I'm curious, like what, what kind of made you so, okay, real quick, rewind here. So for the listeners, we talked about this before the show, but we weren't recording. So I should say this, you know, so for the listeners, um, what I was really thinking here with this conversation was, I, you know, a lot of our listeners are either game designers or, you know, interested in game design, um, some are new, some have been designing for a long time. And, and, and I was saying to you ahead of time that I, I feel like 
as a designer now, you kind of have to be out there with yourself on social media in some way, whether it's, you know, Facebook or Twitter. I think, I think it's Twitter, especially like Facebook is more about like your group of friends. And like, I mean, I, I have a lot of designer friends, like a hundred or so designer friends on Facebook. Right. But then like on Twitter, what'd you say? I said, that's a lot of friends. It's way more friends than I have. I have, I like cut my friend. I had like over a thousand friends at one point on Facebook and it was like, no, no. Then, then the 20, uh, uh, 2016 election came. Uh, and then, and then I got rid of about 400 of them and that was really refreshing. It was really nice. Uh, and then, you know, everything happened after that. And I just, yeah, I just kept cutting people and I, it got real nice. Now it's down to a people that I all like and enjoy for the most part. So, uh, and anyone who I don't enjoy that I'm friends with doesn't listen to this podcast so it's all right um (laughs) they don't know uh but so anyways i I think that um it's kind of on game designers to to have a social media presence and to to put themselves out there um you know i think i think there's some curation to that of what do i want to share about myself um you know how do i you know do i am i just going to talk about my daily life and like you were saying with tiktok right or am i or am i going to um, you know, try to provide interesting information. Am I going to ask a bunch of questions and try and use the group mind to work together? Uh, you know, I, there's just so many different options. You know, am I going to be an idiot and say something really stupid and then no one's going to want to work with me anymore? <laughs> like, like I, I don't want to be that guy. Um, but we've seen plenty of it's. It's always those guys, but um, <laughs> it's always there's the guys. Of it. There's uh, plenty yeah. of it. There's plenty of it. Gosh, my gosh, there's been a lot of it of late again. Stupid people. But anyways, um, total face. Palm. Awesome. It's like, well, like yeah. what do you, what do you stop? Just yeah, stop. yeah. Yeah. It's like watching a train wreck in slow motion. You're like, yep. Okay. You said that. That was really dumb. I'm sure you missed. Nope. 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 Double down. Double down. Oh, Trip triple down. Triple. Okay. Yep. We know, yeah. We're going for the slam dunk <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, we're exactly. just taking it's it like, all the way home. Oh gosh. Okay. So you are awful. Good to know. Like what we <laughs> thought was an oops is nope. Nope. You're just bad. Uh, so, so anyways, uh, assuming that the people who are listening to this want to, you know, are good people and want to be good people online um, and want to create some content, you know, um, there's so many different things like could they, you know, you're using TikTok and uh, Twitter, or Facebook, um, other social media platforms that aren't even popping into my head right now. Um, I mean, what what platforms do you use other than TikTok and Twitter for like your actual content stuff? So I'm also on oh, Instagram, Instagram yeah. but that's, that, that platform's a, a beast in itself. That is like its own, own breed. And I'm still trying to figure out that platform and like what is desired there. And uh, it's, it's different. It's a different flow, but I, I really enjoy Twitter. I enjoy the people on Twitter. Like I just mm-hmm. feel I've made a lot of good relationships there. I'd even say I've made some great friends there. Um, and the same with TikTok. Th- those two are two completely different platforms. Like right, TikTok's right. the Wild West, man. You can say anything on there. <laughs> like it is no holds barred whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I um yeah, I I've never used Instagram just because like to me, correct me if I'm wrong, to me it's like Instagram is all about you just you're sharing photos, right? That you want to share with people. And like, yeah. I don't share a lot of photos, but if I do, I can, I can put those on Twitter, like, right? Or I Facebook. feel this. And then usually the response I get. So like, obviously you've seen my content. It is, it sometimes can be a little aggressive. It can sometimes be a little <laughs> forward. Um, uh, sometimes it's very informational and I'm like, wow, I sounded super intelligent in that video. But for the most part, you know, it's, it's pretty, uh, like I said, aggressive. Um, that's not very well received. I feel like um, on Instagram, people like to scroll. They like to see the pretty pictures. They like to see it all done up. They like to see, you know, a very manicured outlook. And then there's me putting ridiculous faces on things, screaming into my camera. <laughs> and people are like, oh, God, unfollow this chick. Like, she's nuts. Like, um, so it's, there's a balance there. <laughs> and then some people right, love right. it. They're like hyping me up. And so it's a... Yeah, they like the pictures. Right. They like the the nice stacked boxes. So Instagram, basically, I think the thing is you get all done up, you do this really fancy thing, and then you just say hashtag no filter, right? Like, is that, that's kind of how it works? Yeah, hashtag, hashtag blessed. <laughs> yes, hashtag, hashtag blessed, hashtag no yeah. filter. Hashtag, you're, if you really want to go for it. 
too blessed to be stressed. That's my favorite one. Um, so yeah, really, you really got to go for it with that. So, um, so anyways, uh, okay. So Instagram sucks. We decided that, um, (laughs) Hey, you said it, not me. I say it on the regular. Actually, I take that back. I say it all the time. But um, so so for you, like, you know, Twitter, obviously you're creating a lot of your content. You're creating that for TikTok and then you're just also sharing it on Twitter, uh, you know, separately, I guess. So what what do you see as, you know, like what in your in your uh, your Twitter bio, it says you're trying to make board games more approachable. Mm-hmm. So like, is that is that kind of a driving factor in everything you're doing or partly? Yeah. So for the most part, and and so like going back to what you said about like, I make content mostly for TikTok and I bring it to Twitter. Um, So like my, my mindset has actually shifted a lot more. Like I do make a lot of content for TikTok and I follow the trends and I do all like the, the stupid dances and all that fun stuff. Um, But my mindset's really geared towards the folks of Twitter. Like I just feel like the board game community is huge there. Um, Everyone's so willing to like jump in and have conversations, whether it be good or bad. So I, my goal really is now to, is, is focused on Twitter and the people who are there and, you know, like, how can I engage them the most? And I'm starting to realize a lot of that is translating really well to the TikTok community. And I don't know if that's because people are transitioning over there or there's more, I guess, I guess of the, tw- the Twitter folks, the Twitter folks over there. Um, I'm not sure, but I, over the past couple months, there definitely has been a shift of like, oh, like I had like a certain format that I was doing on TikTok for the longest time. And it's kind of changed a little bit um, for the, the Twitter. It's been in a very positive way. It's actually made me, I think, a better content creator or like more like open minded creator. Um, but to go with the whole make it more approachable that is my goal. That was my goal from the beginning. I wanted to create content that like anyone, whether you play Monopoly or whether you're playing like 30 hour rounds of Twilight Imperium, you would enjoy it. <laughs> like I want to be, you know, informational, give you, educate you in some way, but also still make you go, huh, she's kind of cool. All right. Yeah. Like she seems like actually someone I would sit at a table with and play, not like, right, oh, right. She seems kind of stuffy and she would probably be a jerk to play with. I never want to see her again. <laughs> so that's that's and I want you to feel welcome, especially to new players, like not knowing the lay of the land. Like modern day board gaming is scary. You walk into like a store and you see like a shelf of games. You're like, oh, my gosh. What in the Sam Hill am I doing here? <laughs> like, what do I pick? Right, what do I right. choose? I have no idea. Like this box is pretty. I'm going to take that home. Like, and I just want to I just want to be a beacon for people like that they can come to me and be like oh danielle's talking about this game today let me go listen to her and i'll actually understand what she's saying and it's not a bunch of board game jargon that i can't wrap my head around um i want people to feel welcome into the community and not you know step away because they were intimidated by it right that's so gosh that that's a really good answer um to a a pretty broad question that's awesome so that really resonates with me for, for a couple things stand out with that. Um, you know, first of all, I think that's probably one of the reasons why I enjoy your content and have not enjoyed a lot of other board game content. Right. Um, cause there is a lot of board, like there's a lot of other board game. I mean, there's a lot of board game content out there. Right. There's a lot. <laughs> and a, a lot of it is not fun. Right. A lot of it is very informational, but it's not fun. Um, it's like, you know, um, like you might learn about a game, but it's not, mm-hmm. you're not going to be like, Whoa, haha, I laughed while I learned about that game. Um, you know, right? <laughs> I and, laughed. I smiled. Right, yeah. Right. It was funny. And I learned like bonus. Um, it, and I think too, like with the approachability with, with yourself, there are a lot of content creators who, if I'd been watching, you know, for, several months like i have your stuff on there i wouldn't have felt comfortable reaching out and saying hey you want to come on the podcast and like talk about this because a lot of them would have said no (laughs) like no i'm good like i have my i mean i I think that a lot of stuff feels very curated in a and i mean i know like we're saying like you curate some of your like you know we all have to curate things but like in a more formal or stuffy way you know what Mm -hmm. i mean um i think part of your content a lot of it i feel like the stuff at least the stuff i see you're 
doing things like making coffee or like chatting or sitting at your computer or like it just feels so, like something you can connect with. It doesn't just feel like, let me stand here in front of this green screen and explain to you this stuff, right? Like, here's the top five games you should play, right? Um, you know, uh, you make it more fun and engaging. And I, I think that for me, at least, like that's, I, I think that is what really draw, was, draws me to it because it's, um, yeah, because it's not like stoic and, you know, boring (laughs) so that's that's encouraging to hear and i think that goes back to what you and i were talking about you know like striking the balance of like how much you actually put on the internet about yourself personally and like also still trying to get your point across like i i always really appreciate people when i can learn from them but like you said also relate to them so like i'm still a human like we were all humans we have lives outside of what you see on the internet like I, mm-hmm. I love to go hiking. I love to drink my coffee. I like to do all these things outside of board games. And I want people to go, I like to do those things too. Like, oh, you right, like coffee? Right. I like coffee. Or like there's sometimes like I'll talk about beers I like to drink while playing board games. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you like that beer? Let me tell you about the beer I was drinking. Um, so in especially with the summer, I was trying to think of like a fun way to like incorporate board games and hiking because I hike a ton. Um, but I also know that that would, be something within the board game community that's not really talked about a lot because you know we're board gamers we don't leave our tables we don't leave the house like who talks about (laughs) hiking but like i'm actually also love hiking see (laughs) there we go so you're gonna come on a hike with me as we play games like mountainside somewhere so that that's the goal so still you know we have other hobbies we do things in our lives outside of board gaming i know that's crazy to say but like Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I, you know, so what's really interesting about that is like, and you said this the first time around, but you just reiterated it now. Like the idea, and I missed it the first time I realized the, the idea that like, that's the type of person I want to play a game with. Right. Like, like I, w- my wife and I, whenever we're like watching a TV show or like a comedian or, or whatever, right. Like some person doing something somewhere, right. Mm-hmm. For the pub, for public consumption, like kind of our general rating of how we feel about that person is would I want to have a beer or a cup of coffee with them? And if the answer is no, then, eh. but like, yeah. that's like our highest compliment. Like, like that's the kind of person I want to have a beer with. Like that's, you know that. what I mean? Like that is right. I mean, like, cause if I want to have a beer with somebody, like, like I don't, I don't just go have a drink with people that I don't care for. Like mm-hmm. I used to like, I'm self-employed now when I wasn't self-employed, I had to do that plenty of times, but like, <laughs> that i am like yeah i can avoid people i don't care for <laughs> um so so i think that that really that 100 percent speaks to approachability but it also there's that likability factor right of like that we have something in common and yeah like i feel like like yeah we were in the same things um and i can relate to that and that um yeah that just feels very inviting right and on the opposite end too like you said like you reached out to me and of course i was like yes i would love to come on the podcast like i love chatting with people um and then being home like i was forced to like find other ways to chat with people like it was just me my Mm -hmm. husband and my kids in the house and i was like i love you but i'm done talking to you like let me find some other people (laughs) yeah too (laughs) um but I, I feel like I've learned so much. And when you ask me about my my favorite games that I enjoy, like I feel like my you're gonna get corporate Danielle, my scope of games is just so big now. Like yeah, I yeah. will never say no to a game. Like there are games I know I will like and I I guess may not necessarily lean towards, but I will never say no to trying them now. Like I mm-hmm. I definitely talking with people and opening up these conversations and these dialogues and just talking with you like i feel like i've learned a ton about board games and just gaming and you know everything Mm -hmm. we do in our community so it's been cool it's been it's been both ways i've been able to provide and everyone's provided to me too so it's been it's been a symbiosis me and the internet yeah yeah and that's you know i mean that's you know kind of one of the main aims of this podcast has been the same thing of like you know when we started this podcast gosh uh back in 2012 um it really was about like there's no content to tell people how to design board games and we don't know how to design board games but we want to so let's just record ourselves talking about board games and try and learn some stuff and hopefully that helps people and and it's been this symbiotic relationship of like 
we've learned from some of the smartest people in gaming uh and we've also taught some people through our successes and our failures you know and that's been that's been really that feels cool right and you know and um and i've i've got to have a beer with several people who listen to the show you know and like that's always like hey like they like me enough to want to have a beer with me. Like, I feel good. This <laughs> feels good. Buy me a beer. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so flattered. They really like me. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> what a success story. That's yeah. great. So, so like, so, so, you know, I, I think I really relate to, um, to your story with that. And, you know, and, and there is like, I've learned about so many games and you were saying earlier about, you know, board gaming is, is very very daunting when you first want to get into it right like you like i we walk into a game store we have a really awesome game store locally you know i walk in and they have they have 500 to a thousand games and i like as somebody who plays a ton of games designs games and knows a crap ton about games i still manage to be like what the hell game is that like i've never heard of that it's funny because i i go between like uh, I go between like, oh, I know this guy, I know this girl, I know this designer, like, right, to what game is this? Like, like it's just <laughs> funny because, you know, like half of them are like, oh, I know these people. The other half are I've never heard of this game, right? Same, um, same. Yeah. I, you are describing the exact scenario I did this week. <laughs> I was like yucking it up with my friends, texting back and forth. We're talking about all these games and one friend sent, I can't, I can't even remember what the name of the game was. And I was like, what? what is this i don't even it's not even on my radar and it looks so well produced i'm like i i don't even yeah. know and there we go another game yeah. added to the list that i need to go and look up now <laughs> i would say that pretty much every time i have a guest on the show at some point they will say have you ever played this game and i'm like i haven't even heard of that game and it's like a game they love or like you know like we'll be talking like well what inspired this game you're working on well this other game that you've never heard of even though it's popular you probably should have heard of it it's funny that you say that so i try and do like a live on tiktok every week and i just talk back and forth with people and whatever questions they might have and guaranteed i leave that live with like a list of 10 games i need to go look at because people would be like oh have you heard of this have you played this and i'm like right right standing there like a deer in a headlight staring at my camera like nope i haven't heard nope, of any of these but All i right. will next time next though one. <laughs> next one and i like i have a whole notebook that i always keep on my computer when i'm talking with people of just i have lists of games i've never heard of nice. that i need to look up nice nice you should be like me and and just keep buying those games and then just not playing them um, you know, I, I probably too. own two plus hundred games and I bet I still have 50 of them in shrink. <laughs> I never even opened. A lot of those are Kickstarter games, to be fair. Now there's anything wrong with Kickstarter games. They just show up at your house one day. And if you don't feel like playing it that day and then you put them in your game shelf and then you don't play them. They sit uh, there for a little bit. D- and then you just feel shame. Lots of shame. And then your so wife a- says, why did you buy more games? Because we, we, we aren't playing the ones we have. <laughs> So does your wife also equally contribute to that pile of shame too? She does not. She is a loves games. We play tons of games together. We have a great time playing games. It's it's one of our main like hobbies together. And mm-hmm. our kids are really into games. Um but like it is pretty rare for her to say like, "Oh, let's get this game." Like a lot of times we'll be shopping like at a at a like a store and She'll see something that's like slightly hobby, slightly mass market, like kind of like walking that line. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, this looks good. Let's let's buy this. And I will always say yes, because like she's excited uh, for it. She is in her and I have very similar taste in games. Like there's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of games that I like that she does not like. But if she likes a game, I will probably like the game. Like we that's kind of awesome. have that. That's a great overlap to have. Um, because I can go play games with like my designer and my super nerdy friends who like we're into games that she's like, that's awful. Um, I mean, some <laughs> of the games I design, I'll be like, you're not going to like this game. I'm sorry. Like this just isn't your style. And she'll play and she's like, you're right. I don't like this at all. So sign me off. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, like honesty is important. Um, but no, I, yeah, I, my, one of my biggest funnels for that that's awful is that you know, I have a lot of people I have on the show are game designers who want to come talk about a topic and then they've got a game that they're producing or that's going on Kickstarter. And then like the game always sounds really good. And then I end up backing the game. And then then you're like, so oh, it's now collecting dust. I'm sorry. Right. I'm a jerk. <laughs> Not always. I mean, there's I, I re, my wife and I have really tried to force ourselves now, like during the pandemic, it became easy to ignore playing games. So we've been trying to force ourselves to say, OK, two to three nights a week, we're going to play at least one game. Um, mm-hmm. 
and we're going to try to play something we haven't played. And that's been helpful. Uh, and it turns out we found a lot of awesome games we owned that we didn't know that we liked. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you guys sound a lot like us. And for- oh, unfortunately, slash, slash fortunately, my husband is also a contributor to this pile. He's probably more of the contributor <laughs> than I am. And we have somehow managed, we're going to keep the streak alive because we have two separate Kickstarter accounts. We have somehow oh, managed not to kick the same thing. And we don't always talk. Like, we're not always like, oh, I back this, you back that. Like, it'll just be like, oh, would you back now? Mystery surprise. We have somehow managed not to back the same thing. I'm pretty impressed with that. So we're going to keep the streak alive. That is impressed. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm the only one that backs Kickstarter games. My wife has an account um because there was a friends game one time that we both backed a long time ago so because we were trying to help it out so Mm -hmm. um but yeah no she'll sometimes will say hey somebody showed me this you should buy this game uh but you know it's mostly just me and then i feel really really bad when like marvel united comes out and we love co-op stuff with the kids and i'm like well that's four hundred dollars it's gonna cost to get all smash that back button (laughs) yep Yeah, no, I no, I just the one is it is the one franchise I will let myself splurge on since our whole family loves it. Mm-hmm. I feel comfortable because I'm like, you know what, we're gonna play the hell out of this. We're gonna get our we're gonna get our money out of it. But oh, nice. um, but yeah, but it's expensive. I'm not a Marvel <laughs> person, so that I did not uh-huh. indulge. Yeah. yeah, good good for you. It's a great it's it's actually it's so it's a super solid co op game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really well done. If it was a different theme, being that you like co ops, you would probably love it because mechanically. It is just beautiful. Like, it's just really well done. I've heard that from so many people, and I know I need to give it a shot, but just getting over the hump of the theme. Theme goes a long way for me. And yes. if I'm not, yeah. like, super into it, I know I would like it. It's um, It kind of has the same effect as, like, Horrified. Have you, ever, have you ever played Horrified? I haven't, but I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. <laughs> hey. Um, so that was one with a theme that I was like, eh. I ended up loving it. End of like the uh-huh, game. So, uh-huh. so yeah. I'm sure if I played Marvel, I would get over that hump and probably love the hell out of it. The the thing about that is that like I feel like like just play it when somebody else has it. Sometimes like don't buy it because like the fun of having it is loving it and loving the franchise. Because oh. I mean, it came with like a hundred miniatures. Like I'm not even like like a hundred miniatures like of different characters That's that you can play miniatures. as. It is. It is. It is. I have a whole shelf on my shelf behind me here that's dedicated just to that game. Um, Jeez. But anyways, like, so that's part of the fun is you can mix and match with stuff. And like, mm-hmm. if you're not into that, then it's not it's not exciting. Like, I have a spreadsheet I keep of all the people we've played as so that we can eventually use every single character. I'm an, I'm, I'm a dork. I know. You're into it. Like you are yeah, very you are it. fully immersed. Did you paint those minis? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I'm not good at painting. So, yes, no. If I was, I would, yeah. But step it up. If you're, if you're into it, I want to see those minis painted. (laughs) If you could have bought them painted for extra, I probably would have done it. Tell me. I think that's good. We did start trying to paint minis. Well, not did. We are trying to make paint, paint, paint minis. That was a tough one. Um, my husband excels. I do not. Mine just looks like a big blob of color. That would be like mine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so for back, back to the topic here, I tend to, I tend to ramble about things. So um, I could go on forever. <laughs> we're probably a bad combo here. For yeah. <laughs> um, but so, so with, when it comes to, when it comes to, you know, creating like, like good, engaging content i mean i feel like you've kind of covered several pieces of it but but i'm curious like what are your you know go-to things that you're trying to think about when you say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make this video or like i need to like well first of all do you plan like are you like okay uh here's the here are the videos i'm going to make or do you just kind of make one and be like oh that went well i guess i'll make a series out of this (laughs) so it's 50 50 so my like game overviews or like highlights where it's like kind of like a very mm-hmm. structured video, I will plan those. So like I have a whole stack of boxes of games that I'm planning to make videos for over the next couple of weeks. Um, but the more like nerdy, funny, like trendy stuff, that's like off the cuff. Like the one I did about like vacationing, like what board games would be really <laughs> yes. crappy to vacation in. I was leaving for vacation that day and I was like, 
all right, this is it. This is what we're doing. Um, and sometimes they're hit or miss. Sometimes they go great. Sometimes they flop horribly. Uh, but those type of videos, and I try to keep them as realist. I like, I don't try and force the funny. Like if it's like, if it comes out of my mouth and it sounds stupid, like there are so many videos that I have like stopped recording halfway through. Cause like, I'll just be speaking. <laughs> I'm like, this is stupid. No one wants to hear this. <laughs> um, and they'll just sit in my drafts or I'll just erase them. Um, I don't try and force the funny, but if the funny just comes out, then it's good. It's good to go. So that's, that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. But as far as like the more, structured stuff that's all planned i've i have a whole like dashboard that i go to and i'm like all right this needs to happen this week that's what we're doing right no that that and that makes sense yeah i mean i think that seems like a really good kind of some good like advice to live by with that sort of thing right is to say okay like i'm gonna leave space for the random fun things i want to do but i'm also going to try and plan out some content that is you know is gonna be a little more formal and check these boxes um and I think that's actually a really good point for designers, right? Like, you know, I mean, to make sure that you're, yeah, you're having fun conversations and stuff on Twitter, right? But but are you talking about the stuff you're working on, right? Because that mm-hmm. is that is a way, like, that's good. Like, I've, I've talked to publishers because of posts on Twitter, right? I've, you know, I mean, like, people have said, you should talk to this publisher. And they're like, yeah, like, message me, right? <laughs> I'm like, that's really cool when that happens. Um, so, so, yeah, I think that, you know, even if you're not creating like, you know, like, like physically making a video or something like trying to like schedule out and think about like, okay, this week I'm going to try and, you know, get this many pieces of content out you know, tweets. We'll say about the, the specific projects I'm working on, right. To try and, you know, like um, to try and bring some awareness to it. Um, I know one of the things I did once was I listed on, on my Facebook account. I was like, here are, People always ask me, like, what do you do as a board game designer? And I was like, here's all the projects I'm working on. And at that point, it was like 20 projects. Oh. And I was like, here's what I'm working on. Here's a link to the person I'm working with. And like, people were just like, holy crap. And it's like, well, that's, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, like, that's what how I keep focus. I work on a lot of different stuff, um, which sounds counterintuitive, but it's not. <laughs> I promise. Hey, so. however your brain works, I get it. <laughs> however your brain works. Right, right. Um. I also appreciate the idea of like, hey, like if it's not funny, I just stop and say that we're good. We're good. like, if I'm not going to like this is stupid. So many, so many where I like thought it was a good idea or I'll do it. And I always run things by my husband. He's like my gatekeeper at home because he's very he's not critical, but he is critical. I'll show it to him. And if I don't get an immediate smirk or laugh out of him or like some sort of like facial expression that isn't like what did I just watch? It's gone. It's gone. Like if I can't get through him and his brick wall, it's not getting to anyone. <laughs> so that's kind uh, yeah, of my checkpoint. No, our spouses sound a lot alike, actually. So. He, if he's oh, if he's not into it, it no one's going to be into it. And there's plenty of times where he's like, what are you doing? Like that that was not good. Don't do it. I'm like, oh, you couldn't have pretended. He's like, no, that was just not nope. good. Don't do it. <laughs> it. It's nice, though, to have, I think, somebody else to say like, hey, no, not great. Not or, great. Or my teenager's starting to become that too. She's kind of like my my check for like the hip stuff where I try and be a little more hip. And she's like, please don't do that. Like if I get embarrassment look out of her, that means I've succeeded. But if I oh, get no. like or if I get if I get like a very serious look from her, like I don't know what you're doing, mom. That's when I know like I should I should ta- throw in the towel. But if I get the embarrassed, like, oh my god, that's my mother look. Then, then I know it's good to go. <laughs> Love it. That's what family's for. You get stuck in a house with them for this long. Like they're your little, right. your, your beacons there. Right. How I, I, I'm, I'm curious if I can ask, like out of personal, like how does your teenager feel about having a mom that's, that's, that's out there on TikTok? Like, cause like, you know, I just don't have any relation to that because like my, you know, I mean like, you know, like, my parents are old, right? Like they think all the stuff I do is weird, but like, you know, I mean, you have a teenager. So, so don't my parents on the platform, right? Like my, my dad actually asked me the other day, he's like, are we going to play a game together? Cause I always see your game stuff on the internet. I'm like, yes, dad, we'll play a game together <laughs> on the internet. Um, no, I think she thinks it's cool. 
Um, she asked me last year because she wants to start playing D&D and she plays games with us too. Like she's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, we're just wrapping up our first campaign of Sleeping Gods. Um, she loves, and she's like our uh, our third player. So if I we get games in and, you know, they are recommended that a higher player count. We're like, gee, come on in. She's like, oh God, another game. Like you're making me play this one. Like we've made her play so many games recently. So I think she thinks it's cool. I'm not sure. She's pretty hip. Like she's a really cool kid. She's very like even keel, down to earth. She doesn't really say much. Um, but her D and D club president mm-hmm. person uh, yeah. definitely made mention of me one time. She's like, "Oh, people know you at school." <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry. But then we also You're- get the question like, "That's really your mom?" Because, well, I, I am young and. I was like, that's your mom? Like, yep, that's that's my teenage daughter. So you're the internet equivalent of the mom showing up uh, to school, like, in the robe, in the curlers? Is that basically what I'm hearing? <laughs> oh, man, no. I'm the one that shows up in the cape <laughs> and with the iced coffee. No, no. I mean, like, because you're, like, on the internet doing the crazy stuff. Like, Oh, know, oh, the yeah. The kids are like, <laughs> it's like your mom, like, back in the day when we were kids, like, your mom showing up and being like, hey, I'm here to pick you up for school. Here's your lunch. Yep, you forgot it at home. Love you. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, um, so what are some, uh, like, what are, because we've talked a lot about what you're doing and stuff, like, and the positives, and what are, what are some things, like, like, what are some cautions you would throw out? Like, a great example, right? Like, you having a person who you feel like is a great gatekeeper for you to say, like, is this, like, good? Should I put this out? Is this embarrassing, right? Um, like what other you know what other points of advice do you have for things to try and avoid um well that's a tough one i feel like i should have like an answer right off the cuff i i think to avoid is like i've learned especially now going back to having a teenager too it's just being mindful of everyone's opinions and I know I, I say this a lot with my content is just because a game isn't for me, that doesn't mean it isn't for you mm-hmm, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I really yes. like when I started making content, I wasn't as mindful about that. Like I would express my opinion a lot and be like, I love this game. You have to have this game. Um, but you have to realize like that game may not be for everyone. And I and on the opposite end, I never want to turn down a game and, you know, show everyone its glory just because it isn't for me like i can see yeah, the value yeah. in a game even if it's like i at the end of the game i'm like eh, you know that was a great game but i don't really know if i would play that again but i do know people that would absolutely love this game and i would love to mm-hmm. tell them about it um and i think that's from a very like specific perspective as a creator like being in a board game community but going to like a more holistic thing just being mindful of everyone's opinions as a whole. I think just as being a good human, being mindful of everyone's like thoughts and feelings and personalities, because we're all individuals, man. Like, right. Right. We're, we're all here just enjoying it. So like, I feel like if we had talked about nothing else tonight at all, like if the entire episode was just that last, like 60 seconds of you talking, like that was, that was everything right there. Like, <laughs> you just really hit the nail in the head of what a lot of reviewers or content creators in general don't get. Like some of the most popular ones who I won't name, who I don't like, uh, who are dudes with opinions, crap on games all the time. Right. Like they act like their word is like gospel, right? Like, you know, Oh, this game is awful or this game is the best. And like they make their lists and stuff and they're just crappy about it. I know you make lists too. I'm not dogging the list. I'm dogging (laughs) how it's presented. Right. What'd you say? I say lists Lister are great, great sometimes. sometimes. Yes. Keep it organized. No, but I mean, like, you know, um, they, I, I think that there's so much of like, like people saying something like this game is garbage, right? Like, you know, when like, it's like this game is garbage to me, right? Everyone else might love it. You know, I always come back to the the whole, I embarrassingly and shamefully do not like the game Welcome To, uh, which I'm a huge Roll and Write fan. Uh, I'm a huge fan of games in general and everyone loves that game. And I just don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Played it. I did not like it. Um, 
and everyone else seems to like it. And like, so like, but like, I wouldn't say it's a bad game. Like I just, it wasn't my game. Right. Like I'm sure it's great. That's why everybody likes it. Right. Um, but I, I think that, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No. And there's plenty of games like that too. So I I could totally relate to that being like, I'd say, so dead of winter, that's my game that Mm -hmm. I, it just isn't for me. And, but I recognize that it is a fantastic game and people love it and there's a huge like community for it. Um, and I will I will gladly make the recommendation for it when someone's like, hey, I'm looking for XYZ. I'll be like, hey, check out Dead of Winter. But right. like deep down in the inside, I'm like, I, I don't I don't I'm I'm texting game. John right now and telling him you hate his game. <laughs> I don't hate it. It's just not for me. <laughs> it's just no, not no, my jam. Right, no, but I, I just think there's so much positiveness in saying like this game just isn't for me, right? Um, you know, you're not like the end all be all on the game opinions, right? Like no one is because you, you're the end all be all for game opinions on you. Right. Like, and that's, um, so I think that that's just a really, really good takeaway on the, on the don't do's, right? Like that's, that's really good. Um, I, I think there's too much of like, this is awful, right? We say that a lot about things, you know. Um, oh, it breaks my heart to hear that sometimes because there are definitely games that I personally enjoyed and I'll hear someone's review on it just slamming it to Kingdom Come. And I'm like, man, like if you're seeing this video for the first time, not knowing anything about this game, you go, I'm probably not going to pick that game up rather than right, you right. making the decision for yourself. And I recently made a video about this, about reviews is I am at a place where I know what I like in a game. I know what I'm looking for. If you check off the boxes, just looking at a glance, I'm going to make the decision if I like it. And my and mm-hmm. I don't want my opinion to sway anyone else and to make that decision too. Now, granted, there are some games I think are just the bee's knees, and I want to talk about them to Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. but it it's still not. It's it's the player's decision to decide if they like the game or not. And, and some reviews are helpful. I won't argue there are there's a time and a place for a review. I like to reflect on reviews after I've played a game, like see how my opinions align with them and see if my thoughts align with them. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. really, like, ultimately, it comes down to you. You like what you like. I don't I don't care what you like to play. But as long as you're enjoying your time playing, that's all that matters. Right, right. And, and I, I think that this is something that I learned early on with with knowing that other people's opinions about games, you just have to take them with a grain of salt. Like, I grew up with my family, especially my mom, playing classic card games and stuff and mm-hmm. things like Mexican train dominoes and like all <laughs> these different things, right? Like games that like, you know, hobby gamers are like, really? Like, Scoff. really? And I'm like, yeah, right? Like, I love those games. And like, they've influenced so much of my design um, in the hobby game market because like the there's like beauty and simplicity in that, right? But they are these games that get consistently scoffed at and people are like, no, I would never play that game. Let's play a real game. And it's like, those are real games. Real game. you know? It's a still a in game. Fact, <laughs> in fact, they're evergreen games that have been around forever. Like literally, like they're People actually still play them. The game. Yes. Um. So. So. Anyways. Yeah. No. I. I, I appreciate that. A- anything else you could think of that's like, hey, like really try and avoid this really, thing. Really try and avoid not being yourself. I have found mm-hmm. if you. I guess it's if it's your shtick to make like a different persona and that's like your whole, like you are like a completely separate person and you go with it. That's fine. But like when it comes down to being like having longevity on the internet, people remember stuff. People were like, Hey, mm-hmm. remember that time you said a year ago you do this? Like, so just, just be yourself. Like don't, right. don't, don't like make up stuff just to sound cool or to like get likes to get follows Cause like I said, people remember that stuff. Like I am shocked mm-hmm. by like people, like videos I posted over a year ago. So I was like, Oh, remember that time you did this? And I'm like, just, just hold true. Like right, people right, like right. you for your content. Like that should be a sign. Like just keep being you. Um, I, I think that's really it. And again, that goes back to just being a good person <laughs> Like in real life. Like right, just, right. just be you. Like it doesn't, it doesn't right. matter. And unless you're don't... awful. And then just don't. <laughs> and then just don't be on the internet. If you're a terrible, yeah. if you're a terrible yes, human, you yes. probably shouldn't be on the internet. <laughs> that is undoubtedly true. Yes, undoubtedly <laughs> true. Um, fantastic. Well, this was a really interesting discussion about this stuff, and uh, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Uh, I, I know I learned a few things, and uh, 
and have some good takeaways. So yeah, I'm sure our listeners do as well. So for the last portion of the show here, we're going to, we're going to chat about, I guess we never really decided. We kind of like threw some ideas out. Um, uh, But for the practicing the pitch portion, I had said, if you were into it, we could kind of talk about like, what do you think would go into your favorite game? Like I'm like, you're sorry, your perfect game. Like what, what would you, if you had a potion, right? This is a cauldron and you're like brewing up the perfect game. It was apparently Quacks of Quinlanburg, right? (laughs) If you're, if you're brewing this potion of a game, what ingredients would you put in it? You know, and what would you definitely not put in it? Oh man. What would I definitely, uh, hidden traders are out. Not into it. Yeah. Right. Mm, mm, Not into it. Uh, backstabby stuff. I'm out. I've cried too many times over games with backstabby stuff. That is not going in my perfect game. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. So I did mention before how like I was super competitive, but I've, I've started to like a lot of co-op games. And I think I realized the type of co-op games I like is the asymmetrical co-op games. So like mm-hmm. in Too Many Bones or um, the Lord of the Rings Journeys to Middle Earth. Granted, it's not super asymmetrical, but, you know, each character has their own um, their own abilities. So I think that like right, gives right, you the right. gives you the satisfaction of still having like the individual part of a game where you're slightly competitive and you want your like character to be the best, but you're still working together as a whole. So I, I would like to keep that in my perfect game, the asymmetrical yep. co-op. But then I want to get into like a deck builder. Mm, I yeah. love deck builders, but I don't want to go like freewheeling deck builders where you like end up at the end of the game, like a thing so thick that it's not going to fit in a deck box. Like I want like fine tuning, like really methodical deck building, almost like love. Mm-hmm. And then as far as like, you know, really bringing it home. Now I'm just describing all the, all the games I enjoy playing recently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's just go right to Lord of the Rings Journeys to Middle Earth. All right. Because I really like this also, one. Also, it's got to have hobbits and <laughs> some elves. Or we can go in space. I am a sucker for a good space theme. Hobbits in space. I love hobbits it. Hobbits in space. Oh, that'd be interesting. Huh. I don't think those hairy feet are going to help him there. No, they would need to wear shoes. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't end well for them. All right. Scratch the hobbits. They're They're <laughs> out. They're out. Let's bring in something else. I do love space. Oh, man. If I also love food, we could either go space. I'm like a the loose problem cannon is here. Space is, is not great. No. So we yeah. might have to cut like, out space, yeah. too, because food is a necessity. <laughs> food, food is one of my favorite themes as well. Like, I love a good game about food. Um, it's just it's a, it's so relatable, right? Like, it's just so oh, yeah. relatable. Like, oh, it's food. Everybody likes food. Like, let's eat food, you know? Let's talk about food. All right, so let's scratch right. this whole game. Let's go right back to food. So <laughs> I was once <laughs> describing in a video uh, bag building. Scratch scratch the deck building, asymmetrical space hobbits. That's out. Um, I was describing yeah. bag building, but I thought, oh, like, what if we could incorporate trail mix into bag building? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like making the perfect trail mix. And I was thinking like, oh, this would be a great game like to bring hiking or like something you could put in your bag. That would be awesome. Like a travel sized bag building game about trail mix. And you it would could, have uh, no raisins. Go ahead, go ahead. No raisins. Yeah. Well, raisins could be bad, right? I mean, like you yeah. could be like reaching your hand in and you know how you like grab a handful of trail mix. And then based on what you get that determines what happens, right? Like, you know, oh, I got a raisin. Well, that sucks because some of those trail mixes, like it's like 90% raisins. Like, what is, what are you doing here? Put more M&Ms in here. You know, I'm like, just going to say add more M&Ms. <laughs> we we need more M&Ms. Wavelength with trail mix. Yes. More M&Ms. I'll take peanuts, cashews all day long. I like a good yep. raisin. Raisin I could do without. Craisins, okay. Craisins, all right. Yeah, yeah. Almonds, not so bad either. Not almonds. Yeah, almonds. Almonds. Yeah, I like almonds. Yeah. I think craisins craisins would be the upgraded chip from the raisin. So, like, the raisin would be like a starting (laughs) chip, like a dud, and you want to upgrade it to the craisin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be dreamy. Oh, and then have you ever had, like, trail mix with, like, the malted milk balls in them? 
no, but now I really want that. That sounds great. <laughs> um, that could be like an upgrade too. That'd be like an ultimate gourmet upgrade. chocolate in your trail mix. <laughs> gourmet, you have like the the fine lint dark chocolate. <laughs> so uh, we need to make this happen. How do we make this trail mix? Sounds game fan- Sounds fantastic. <laughs> I don't know how you win. Definitely right, not with raisins. Right. But... Right. I want to just play this game with real trail mix. I did. I mean, that's a lot of hands on your trail mix, though. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. You take it out and put it back in. You look at it, you put it back yeah. in. Yeah. Thanks for just with a bag of damn raisins. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been really into bag building lately, too, because I was finally, for the first time, recently played Quacks of Quidlinburg. And, oh. like, that is the that to me is is one of the best games i've played in a very long time it may be the best game i played since taverns of tiefenthal uh by the same dude so yeah i do love that game too um that is one of the first games my my teenager was like we need to play this all the time and she's always liked games but that was the one like the hook line sinker for her Mm -hmm. she like always asks to play it and i'm like this brings a tear to my eye i'm like oh you can play it all you want i I played it a couple years ago but i played it several years ago before it was even when it was just the German version. Mm-hmm. Cause my friend Kopak is, is awesome and buys things from the German, from, from the Germany, from, from the, the German Germanies. Amazon store. Um, and, uh, and like, I finally got a physical like us version of it recently from North star. And, uh, and my wife played it and I was just like, Oh gosh, I hope she likes it. I hope she, and we finished playing. She's like, this is fantastic. And I was just like, Oh, oh I'm so Thank happy. You. I'm so happy. Oh, I do love Taverns of Tiefenthal, too. Yeah. That game is fantastic. Yeah, I know you talked about that one recently. You said that would be a bad vacation spot because, you know, all you do is drink. So, <laughs> And there's lots of monks everywhere, too. Well, I actually live right next to a Trappist brewery. So there are literally monks everywhere around here. Really? That's like a yeah. thing? A Trappist oh, brewery? Wow. It's. I think there's only one, maybe two in the U.S. And I uh, wow. just so happen to live two miles from one. They make really wow, good beer. Huh? <laughs> they make really good beer. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, so yes. So the perfect game is something to do with trail mix and bag building. I like it. I, I that feels like a game someone should have already designed. We need so, it. <laughs> I'm yes. here to talk about it. <laughs> or hobbits in space. However, we right, want right. to accomplish that one. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for coming out and hanging out. This was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, if anybody wants to find you, uh, online, you are on Twitter are at Danny, that's D N D A N I underscore standring. Mm-hmm. Um, but I forgot to like, look up, what are you on TikTok? Are you the same on everything? No. So this has been a, a conundrum of mine recently with my, <laughs> my naming, my branding. Cause my Twitter is from like forever ago. And when I started back on Twitter, um, it was like a time capsule of all the weird stuff I used to post from like 2011. Mm-hmm, so we were mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll just leave that there. But on TikTok, I am at the games D max plays and I am that on Instagram as well. But I've, uh, okay. Have a bit of identity crisis right now with who right, I am right. on the internet. I- I've heard lots of people talk about that. We had, um, a long time ago, we had Omari Akil on, and he was talking about that same thing where it was before he had switched to the whole Akilaverse thing mm-hmm. and was saying like, oh, it's, it's like trying to figure out when to do that. And, you know, like, yeah, no, I get it. Branding is, branding is, is a pain in the butt is what it is. So I just use J.A. Slingerland on everything, uh, because my whole name doesn't fit. So I do Otherwise that. it'd be Jason. Yeah. Otherwise it would be Jason Slingerland, but my name doesn't fit. So it is what it is, you know? <laughs> so we're Danny. We're D-Max. I just, you could yell, hey, and I'll be like, hey, that's me. But it doesn't work that way and on it, the internet. If anyone forgets that you're D-Max, just go to, just go to her Twitter. And uh, on there, you've got the D-Max as you, your... Uh, My logo. Uh, yes, thank you. That's the word. So, cool. All right. Well, thanks again. This was a good awesome. time. Thank you. Thank you uh, for having me. I had a blast chatting with you. I feel like we could just talk for hours. <laughs> I do. I feel like that as well. So, uh, so uh, listeners, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can, of course, go to buildingthegamepodcast.com. You can, there you can find our Discord, which I highly recommend. It's lots of fun. You could also email us, buildingthegamepodcast at gmail.com. Call us at 770-TELL-BTG. You can find us on the Twitter at podcastbtg at J.A. Slingerland. Once again, that's at Danny underscore Standring. And of course, you can find us in all your lovely podcasting places. 
And until next time, good night. Good night. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Dial 770 Hotel BTG. Please don't use the email.